For the majority of my life, I have been passionate and dedicated about changing lives and growing businesses through synthesizing from the very best their strategies, their tactics, their mindset techniques to help you and your business grow. Join me as we take it to the next level. Welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. Today, I wanna to answer the question of what do you do in the fourth quarter when you're feeling tired, feeling kind of burned out, maybe didn't achieve the results you want, or you've had your best year ever and you're just a little fried. Let's hear that question from Melissa. Hey, Tom Ferry, Melissa Grillo here, the Career Development Coordinator for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty and also a licensed agent out of our Goshen, New York office up in Orange County. Uh, I'm sure that everyone who's in real estate has felt this way at one point or another, myself included. And so I would love to hear your take on, you know, what do we do when we get feeling this way or, uh, you know, what can we put in place to kind of help uh, prevent us from kind of getting this discouraged feeling or burnt out feeling and kind of get us back onto the path for success. So I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. So Melissa, it's a great question. I really appreciate you asking. And by the way, for all of you, if you wanna ask a question on the Tom Ferry Show, send that to tfs at tomferry.com. So in answer to your question, Melissa, there's actually eight coaching tips that I'm sharing with all my personal clients and my coaches are sharing with their clients to make sure that they cash in, make a fortune in the fourth quarter and set the tone for 2020 to be their best year ever. So let's look at the eight coaching tips and let's see which you need to take action on. The first thing I would tell you is you need to set two goals. You wanna have up and visual in your office your goal for how you want to finish the year. Now, Melissa and for others, if this wasn't your best year ever, it's hard for you just to put up these big lofty goals of how many transactions and closings, et cetera. Though you need to have them, you also wanna be honest with yourself. You need to also have goals around the leading indicators of success. For example, you should have a goal for how many days you're going to get on the phone and prospect. You should have a goal for how many open houses you're going to do in the fourth quarter. You should have a goal for how many times you might go knock on doors, go to a network meeting, go to a BNI meeting, etc. You want to get very clear to get out of the funk and for all of us that are crushing it to stay in momentum. We got to double down on what's working in our marketing. We want to get our goals up and visual. In addition, to the leading indicators, the activities, you also want to be very clear. How do you want to finish the year? Close transactions. How much volume do you want to finish at? And what's your gross commission income going to be? You want to be very clear on that so you're moving towards a target. Now, I said to you two goals. The first goal is how do you want to finish the year? The second goal is how do you want to start 2020? So I'd love to see a side-by-side -side visual in your office, at your home. I do it on my bathroom mirror. Here's how I'm gonna close out the year, and this is how I wanna start the year. So once I'm clear on, you know, I wanna do this many hours of power, I'm gonna prospect this many days, I'm gonna do this many open houses, I'm gonna send out this many emails, I'm gonna do this many mailers, all the leading indicators of success, including closed, pending, transactions, volume, and GCI. That's how I wanna finish, there's my target. Then I wanna say, starting on January 1st, here's what I want. I want this many pending transactions. I want this many active listings, right? Because that's another part of working hard in the fourth quarter. You're gonna start strong by doing all this. How many active listings? How many pending transactions? How many buyers do you wanna have in the pipeline that are ready to pounce in the first quarter when the right property shows up? And 
how many listing opportunities you want ready to go. You know, that person you call in November, that person you call in December that say, we love you, Melissa, we wanna sell our house, but we wanna wait and get through the holidays. I would argue every person watching should set a goal of five or 10 or 15 coming soon listings because of the activities you're doing in the fourth quarter starting in January. Boy, oh boy, you just do that and watch what happens. The fastest way to get out of a funk is to get focused on what you want and to get to work. So that's coaching tip number one. The second thing, and I kind of mentioned it, is to always look at what has worked so far this year. Where has your business come from? You've heard me talk about the top five areas where listings are coming from for our clients, where their business is growing. I would ask you to look at all of the transactions you've done this year, leases, listings, buy side, doesn't make a difference. Where did they come from? Where could I double down on my efforts? Gosh, Tom, you know what's really worked? I've really had a good run of open houses this year. Well, how many are you planning to do in the fourth quarter? I know agents that would say, Tom, if open houses are working, I'm gonna try and do one on Thursday, one on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, because it works. Maybe you're just better face to face. Maybe for you, it's really cementing and going deeper in coffee meetings like we've talked about with people inside your database. Maybe it's your email marketing. Maybe you've been arbitraging Zillow and Realtor and Trulia, or you signed up for some of those sites that I mentioned, and now all of a sudden you're like, hey, that's really working for me. I wanna do more there. I wanna focus there. I wanna put my concentration there. My point to you is simply this. As we close out the year, you wanna get super intentional about the time you're gonna spend, what you're gonna focus on, and you're gonna do what works. Does that make sense? Let's look at number three. This gets really important because we're sitting here at the end of September. Maybe you're watching this at the beginning of October. I would argue that if you haven't planned out your holiday party, your client appreciation party, you're missing the boat. Now you might say, Tom, I'm not very social. That doesn't work for me. To which I would say to you, boy, you sure chose a really weird industry to work in, a really strange profession. Remember, in this business, it's just as much about relationships as it is anything else. And is there anything better than getting a handful of your best clients or all, everyone that did a transaction with you and a bunch of your, your vendors and your partners and your service providers together for a lunch or for a dinner or maybe something for their families? Be creative, know your customers, and know this. Every client I have, when they throw their very first client appreciation party, they'll text me and say, what if no one shows up? And guess what? Everybody shows up. And some are a little nervous, maybe making that holiday speech or thanking their customers in that moment, right? For, you know, for all the referrals and all the generosity and the trust that they showed in you. And you have that little toast, they're all a little nervous. And inevitably, every one of them says the same thing. Every time I do it, I get three, four, five referrals instantaneously. Now, I would argue you're not just doing this for referrals. Remember the strategy, familiarity and relevancy creates trust and gets us more referrals and repeat business. Familiarity and relevancy creates trust. This is another opportunity for you to stay top of mind with your very best. Now, if the party thing is just not your thing, then what will you do? What will you do special or different from a marketing perspective for your best customers in the fourth quarter? Christmas, Hanukkah, etc. Thanksgiving in Canada in October, and then, you know, in the US in November, what will you do? That's number three. Number four, 
very tactical coaching tip. Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. We all understand the power of reviews. You know it and I know it. Today, when you look at the consumer data, 89% of consumers are making their, their buying selection, their selection of you, after reading reviews. Well, you know it and I know it. And whether those are on Zillow or Google or Yelp, and I certainly recommend today, all three, especially if you've over-indexed on Zillow, get more on Google. You know that site that everyone goes to every single day and get a few more on Yelp, especially if your community is more Yelp-oriented. You wanna have them all, but here's the hook. The science of reviews now say that a review that's more than 90 days old has dramatically less relevancy to the person that's reading it. Think about it. You, you get reviewed or you get referred to a doctor and you're going to you know, go in before to, you know, to get your exam, you think, you know, I'm gonna Google that doctor. And you look online and you see some reviews and there's you know, 60 reviews, but they're all from three years ago. If they were all from three years ago, what, what do you think would automatically trigger in the mind of a consumer? Hey, I'm looking to buy a camera and I go online and all the reviews were 18 months ago, or even just you know, 180 days ago. I would begin to argue the same way most consumers do, that perhaps, that product has become less relevant, less people are buying it, less people are using that doctor, less people are using that real estate professional. So you wanna do a major push in the fourth quarter. And by the way, since the, the third point is, I'm gonna be reaching out to everybody in my database, all my past clients, all my current clients, all my partners, I'm gonna be saying to them, hey, come to this party on you know, who be do date. By the way, it would mean the world to me if you would go to this site and write a review for me, right? You have the perfect opportunity because you're inviting to someone and then you ask. Those two go together very nicely. Or you can do what so many of our clients have done. You just send them a text, you send them an email, you make a phone call, you make it an accountability. You get it up in visual. In the fourth quarter, we wanna add 15 more new reviews, 20 more new reviews. You can create a competition with someone else inside your office. I got 15 bucks as I can get more reviews than you, and you get that competitive spirit going around something that's gonna move the needle for your business and keep your business fresh. Number five, this is a big one. As we go into the fourth quarter, and more importantly, getting prepped and ready for 2020, I would argue it's time for a marketing audit. That's right, I said a marketing audit. What does that mean? I'm gonna take my business card, my postcards, every flyer or brochure that I currently use, I'm gonna put it out here on the table. I'm gonna to go to my website and I'm gonna do a screenshot of the most page, the pages that get the most activity, and you know what they are. And I'm gonna print those out, and I'm gonna put them out here in front of me. I'm gonna go to each of my social channels, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and YouTube and Twitter and oh, you know all the different sites. I'm gonna print them all out so I can look and see what it is consumers are seeing. Now, I'm gonna remind you, it's probably time to freshen up your website. 
I'm going to encourage you. It's probably time to freshen up a photo of you and put it across all of them. It's going to be a really good idea to update all of your profiles, Zillow, Realtor, Trulia, etc., all those along with your Google page, along with all of your social profiles to make sure that they are current and relevant based upon your 2019 performance or the message that you want to put out to the marketplace. A marketing audit should be done every single year, my friend. And this is a great time for you to look at your calendar and say, okay, when is it a little slower for me? Where, where can I spend a half day, print everything out, look at it, update it, and then get it right? Because 2020 is going to be a great year and you've got to be positioned online and off with the right marketing message. Let's go to number six. We know that social proof moves the needle. We know that a track record of success causes consumers that only move every 10 years to say, you know what? We don't really know, but gosh, Brenda sold a lot of houses last year and she's got a lot of reviews on all these sites. Even though Courtney's my friend and she's in the business, we're gonna talk to her. We still better talk to Brenda because look at this impressive piece and that piece is something that I've been helping clients create for over a decade. I want you to imagine, let's say in 2019, you had 18 closed transactions for the year, or 180, or 250, or you had seven. It doesn't make a difference. What we know is if you take the addresses of the property, you upload them to Google Maps, all of a sudden now you've got a chunk of a map of your city with all those bubbles on it. Now that map, has always been effective in terms of showing people, look at all the transactions I've done. And of course, it's not just a look at all the transactions I've done piece, it's a, I wanna thank the 27 families that allowed me to serve them to buy and sell real estate in 2019. Thank you, thank you, thank you, right? And you're showing your success. You wanna build that piece out. Now the option A is the map, the option B is to do the thumbnail photos of all the properties, right? You've seen that before, right? The, here's the 27 houses, here's the 27 families we were able to support. By the way, option C, with permission of the clients, is to actually have photos of the family. We helped 27 families last year, and there's so many variations. You could do the map, you could put the houses on top of the bubbles versus the bubbles, and in some cases even do the family photos with their permission. And boy, oh boy, once that piece is ready to go, call it mid-January, early February at the latest, what do we wanna do with it? You wanna turn it into an email where you send it to your entire database, talking about the families and the people that you were able to support and serve in 2019 with that beautiful email photo. And of course, if you have thoughts of buying or selling in 2020, click the link below and let's schedule an appointment, right? You put it out on email. You're gonna do the same thing on all the social channels, right? Obviously, Instagram and LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook, etc. And I would even encourage, once you put them on a few of those channels, to boost it out. And be really clear, you're gonna to wanna to print that and whether it's a trifold like some of my clients because they've sold so many properties, or as one of my clients once said to me, Tom, what do you do when you've only had eight transactions? I said, make the photos bigger, right? Make the bubbles bigger on the map. It's still 
very impressive. And you have to show some demonstrable results to the people that you're marketing to and the people you want to stay top of mind with and relevant with your customer base. So major point number six is you need to carve out some time to start putting together how do you want that piece to be so ideally in early January that campaign can hit your entire customer base, your entire geographic farm, everybody on your email list and all your social channels all at once. And guess what's going to happen? Your phone's going to ring. Some congratulations and some, hey, we're thinking about buying or selling. You're our gal. You're our guy. So that's number six of the eight coaching tips I've got for you. Let's go to number seven. I want you to go to tomferry.com forward slash Alum or just go to tomferry.com and find Alum. That's the software our clients use to click on a thing called goals and business plan. That's right. I know we're sitting here in September. Maybe you're watching in October. Maybe you're watching in November. You need to get caught up. But here's the deal. You got to get your goals. You got to get right as rain in terms of what your plan is, what the vision for your business is, what are the tactics, what's the marketing campaign, all the, the details and numbers to make sure that 2020 is truly your best year ever. You don't want to delay and you don't want it written down on a piece of paper that can get lost. You want it inside of a loom where you've got access to it on your phone. You can track and measure everything in your business and keep yourself on track to make 2020 bananas. So make sure you get to TomFerry.com, click on the business plan, get started, set your goals, and let's make sure we go from a wish to a concrete strategy to achieve the greatness you deserve. And the last one, number eight. You know, it's a funny thing. As long as I've been in business, one thing I know amongst everything else that I've learned is your environment has a big impact on your success. Think about it, right? Even a, a clean home or an organized garage or having your, your closet organized probably makes you feel a little more calm than the stress of stuff everywhere, right? Imagine this, inside of your business, what if you discovered there's a direct correlation to organization and productivity, to having things be right as rain, ready to go, versus coming in every day and going, where is it? Where do I get started? What do I do? If you look around, especially if you're sitting at your office right now, is there a little too much dust on the desk? Do you've got some old things sitting up that are no longer relevant, no longer, you know, even keeping your attention because that piece of paper has been taped up to the wall forever? I would argue it's time for a clean slate. Start over. Get everything out of the way, except maybe if you got a desktop, a clean office, your goals up in visual, your listing goal, your escrow board, all the things we've discussed for years in terms of creating the right environment, get a new living plant, name the living plant, client experience. Oh my goodness, could you imagine if a customer walks by and sees that thing dying and it says client experience? They know exactly what you're doing. Use that as the metaphor, right? Or maybe you call it the money tree. And the money tree means the more time I get on the phone, the more I'm serving customers, the more I'm solving problems, the more that tree's gonna grow, the more wealth I'm gonna create, the more revenue I'm gonna create, something like that metaphorically. But I know this. I walk into real estate offices just about every week. And when I do, if I see a disaster, sometimes it's one of the more productive agents. But more often than not, it's someone who's just a mess 
in their business and in their environment. So as I wrap this up, going back to my friend Melissa, I promise you when you take the time to either implement all eight or pick the two or three that are gonna move the needle for you, not only will you be more productive in the fourth quarter because you're working from a plan. You know what you're working towards. When you do the things we're discussing today, you are going to make 2020 your best year ever, and that's always my aim. So thank you so much for watching. I can't wait to read your comments, share this with a friend or two, and if you just watch this with your office manager, Big shout out to him or her. A big thank you, thank you, thank you from all of us. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.